This morning we're reading from the 32nd Psalm. I'm usually reading from the New Revised Standard Version. This morning I'm reading from the Contemporary English Version, so it may not match exactly as you follow along. But listen for the word of the Lord. Our God, you bless everyone whose sins you forgive and wipe away. You bless them by saying, you told me your sins without trying to hide them, and now I forgive you. Before I confessed my sins, my bones felt limp and I groaned all day long. Night and day your hand weighed heavily on me and my strength was gone as in the summer heat. So I confessed my sins and told them all to you. I said, I'll tell the Lord each one of my sins. Then you forgave me and took away my guilt. We worship you, Lord, and we should always pray whenever we find out that we have sinned. Then we won't be swept away by a raging flood. You are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. And you put songs in my heart because you have saved me. You said to me, I will point out the road that you should follow. I will be your teacher and watch over you. Don't be stupid like horses and mules that must be led with ropes to make them obey. All kinds of troubles will strike the wicked, but your kindness shields those who trust you lord and so your good people should celebrate and shout this is the word of god for the people of god i was going to a meeting at another united methodist church immediately when i entered the building and went down the stairs my nostrils were assaulted assaulted with a putrid smell something was wrong something had died it smelled like the pastor came out of another room and said do you smell anything strange in here i said well now that you mention it i do she said i think maybe a mouse died but i've looked around this morning i can't find it Another person came out of an adjoining room and said, I think I have found the problem. Someone has left a freezer door ajar and there is a bag of meat in there that has spoiled. We went to investigate, closed the freezer, left that room, closed that door and temporarily sealed off the smell as best we could. But still, as you might imagine, it kind of ruined the whole atmosphere to have that kind of rotting smell wafting through the several rooms where we were meeting. Finally, somebody is going to have to go back in that room. Right? Someone's going to have to open that door and go to that freezer and open the freezer and take out the rotting meat, deal with the stench, throw it away, clean out the freezer... Or it's going to continue to get worse. Our lives are like that sometimes. That there's something we have temporarily closed the door upon. But it's only going to get worse if we don't deal with it. In this series of sermons during Lent, I'm asking us to look at our lives. Lent is a season of introspection and self-reflection, a season of examination and repentance, we say. So our sermon series is dealing with difficulties that grip the soul. We're looking at problem areas, things that trip us up. 
which create more fear in our lives rather than faith. And this morning I'm going to ask you to think about the skeletons in your closet, if you will. Those experiences that you would just as soon forget. And yet, the skeletons in the closet are a lot like rotting meat in a warm freezer. If not dealt with, they're only going to get worse. I think most of us, if not all of us, have those experiences in our past that we had just as soon forget. Times when we did something that we know is wrong or we now regret. Or perhaps a time when we thought we should have done something and we failed to do it. We froze for one reason or another. We backed away from something we felt like we should have done. And we are hiding it or we're ashamed of it. And we have tried to suppress it or seal it away or hide it. So we have closed the door. And temporarily, that might be the best solution. But over the long haul, we need a more effective strategy to deal with the skeletons in our closets. Because even if nobody else finds out it is a burden to our soul. Even if nobody else ever knows what we did or failed to do, we know and God knows. And if you're carrying, carrying that as a burden, there is a better way to go forward than trying to hide. Our faith can give us a more effective strategy in terms of dealing with skeletons in our closet. Dietrich Bonhoeffer was a well-known German theologian and pastor who lived during the last century. He wrote a book about how life should be in the Christian community. He called the book Life Together. In that book, he talks about what it's like to be living as a Christian and yet trying to hide who we really are, trying to hide a sin he says the paradox or the dilemma or the irony of Christian life is that we come to the place where we're supposed to be able to unload our burdens and receive forgiveness, and yet most of us come trying to hide that part of our own lives. Let me read just a few of the sentences he wrote about this. He says many Christians are unthinkably horrified when a real sinner is suddenly discovered among the righteous. So we remain alone with our sin, living lies and hypocrisy. The fact is, we are sinners. The church is not the hallowed home of a bunch of saints, but more aptly put, we're a gathering of sinners looking for forgiveness. Bonhoeffer goes on to say it is so hard for the pious to understand that the grace of the gospel confronts us with the truth and says, you are a sinner, a great desperate sinner. Now come as the sinner that you are to God who loves you. 
God wants you as you are. God, God does not want anything from you. He wants you alone. My child, give me your heart, Bonhoeffer writes, quoting Proverbs. I think the fact is that many of us do not trust God enough to offer our whole heart, to offer our whole lives, even those parts we're ashamed of. We're afraid, even in the presence of God, too often to be that vulnerable i know some of you are thinking i don't know what you've done oh david you don't know what i have done i don't know if god can forgive that or or some of you may be thinking well i know god would forgive me the first time and the second time and and maybe even the third time but i keep falling into the same old sin over and over i repeat the same horrible behavior listen to bonhoeffer one more time he writes, you can hide nothing from God. The mask you wear before others will do you no good before Him. God wants to see you as you are. God wants to be gracious to you. You do not have to go on lying to yourself and your brothers and sisters as if you were without sin. You can dare to be a sinner. I love that. You can dare to be a sinner. What if we trusted God that much that we really trusted that God's grace was sufficient for us, that God's love and grace would continue to be offered to us even if we confess or perhaps even faced in our own hearts and minds, those darkest places in our past. Can you believe that if you would trust God, if you would confess to God your darkest sins, that God would forgive you? The Gospels say that God's love and grace is sufficient. That God would forgive you. I think the first lesson we can learn from this psalm from david is that there is no skeleton in your closet too big for god to forgive you can hear it in the first part of this psalm let me read to you those first two verses again our god you bless everyone whose sins you forgive and wipe away you bless them by saying you told me your sins without trying to hide them and now I forgive you. God can lift any burden that we're willing to release. God can redeem us from any situation in which we find ourselves. It's helpful to me to remember this is a psalm by King David, and he's known as a great king, the greatest of all the kings. And yet if you read his story in the scriptures, you know that he's also a great sinner. And he writes about this forgiveness that he's experienced from God. No skeleton in your closet too big for God to forgive. And the second lesson, verse 6, 
We worship you, Lord. And we should always pray whenever we find out that we have sinned. I think the second lesson that King David is pointing out to us is this. The best way to overcome sin is to pray. Invite God into your closet, if you will, using the imagery of today. Fess up to who you have been and where you have been and those things that you have done or failed to do. And allow God to lift that burden from you. Be in conversation with God about that. Have this conversation in an ongoing way. Be in dialogue with God about this. I received this email Across the top, bold letters said, important recall notice. It went on to say, it had been discovered that there is a serious defect in all human units that have been manufactured. And the manufacturer wants to recall them for repair. The defect is called serious internal non-morality or S-I-N, sin for short. Some of the symptoms to watch for are loss of ability to stay on track, foul emissions spewing from the mouth, loss of ability to produce, malfunction of the turning mechanism, therefore continually turning inward, imbalance of ego feature, lack of peace or joy, lack of gratitude, lack of courage. But the manufacturers providing a factory authorized repair service free of charge to correct the SIN defect. To call for assistance, dial 1-800-772-9377. That is 1-800-P-R-A-Y-E-R-S. That's 1-800-PRAYERS. The customer service technician you will want to talk to is Jesus Christ. In fact, he's prepared to bear the entire burden of the staggering cost of these repairs. To repeat, there is no fee required. The number, remember, to call is 1-800-PRAYERS. If you prefer to use the Internet, simply upload your particular SIN defect using the repentance icon. Next, download the forgiveness package offered from your customer service directory of services and connect to your heart port on the front of the human unit. In this process, you will find that the SIN defect will be replaced by love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, humility, and self-control. As an added upgrade, you may also wish to access the ongoing monitoring assistant made available from the manufacturer. Look for the capital H, capital S icon and the monitoring system will automatically install. Beware, you may also hear the sound of rushing winds when this occurs. Warning, continuing to operate a human unit without these suggested corrections voids the manufacturer's warranty. Exposing the unit to dangers and problems too numerous to list and could ultimately result in the human unit being incinerated. Thank you, for your prompt attention to this recall notice. Invite God into your closet because confession leads to freedom. Having this conversation with God 
is so important because it leads to a new lease on life. You may have heard confession is good for the soul. That is because the confession helps us offer our burden to God and puts us in a place where God can lift the burden from us. Trust God that much to have that conversation, to have that kind of dialogue and see if you don't experience the freedom that's promised in the Scriptures. The third and final lesson that I think we can learn from King David here is that we are given freedom and God offers us direction as well. God will also offer us direction. I'm going to read verses 3 through 5 and verse 8 from the text. See if you cannot hear this. Before I confessed my sins, my bones felt limp, and I groaned all day long. Night and day your hand weighed heavily on me, and my strength was gone as in the summer heat. So I confessed my sins and told them all to you. I said, I'll tell the Lord each one of my sins. Then you forgave me and took away my guilt. You said to me, I will point out the road that you should follow. I will be your teacher and watch over you. So, if you're ready to deal with difficulties or skeletons in your closet, if you will, if you're ready to lay down those burdens that you've been trying to hide or you're ashamed of or those things you've been trying to carry all by yourself, let me suggest an exercise that I have found helpful on several occasions. It asks you to sit quietly and use your imagination. This is how it works. You find some time in your schedule. That might be the hardest problem for some of 